0: Farhan Akhtar there's a pretty big actor in Bollywood. So the fact that they got him to come on a Marvel show when I found out, I was over the moon. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out.
1: We are live with another episode of the Miss Marvel After Show. We are here talking about episode four of Miss Marvel. Uh, this is the show brought to you by the Keeg, where we watch the episode when it drops at midnight. Uh, Miss Marvel dropped uh, tonight, 6 uh, 29. What's that? July, June. We're in June, June 29th. Uh, that's episode four. It dropped at midnight uh, Pacific time. And then we're here at 1 a.m. Pacific time to talk about it. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. And uh, this would be a boring show if it was just me. But instead, we got Marvel with Ridd, Ridd herself. Ridd, how's it going?
0: It's going good. Um, thank you for having me. And I'm really excited to talk about this Marvel episode four here.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's funny because like when we when we zoom up before the show, it's like we have to uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, ah oh, no, we can't like let's save our talk for the show. Right. Uh, you know, so we don't like, I don't know, waste it. Not that there's, yeah. uh, you know, we're going to have things to talk about. But, like, I had you on last week, and um, um, how have you been digging uh, Miss Marvel as a whole so far?
0: Okay, well, I feel like I'm going to be biased when I say this. Like, it's just from, like, the standpoint of all the cultural representation, I would put it at number one. Yeah. But if I just look at, like, broadly compared to all the MCU shows, I think... It's like, it's like hard because there's like, I, I I can't put it anywhere else, but number one, just because of how happy I get watching the show and looking at the elements included in the show, it's very hard for me to, you know, like rank it objectively. I, I right. will just look at it in a subjective manner because I have that, <laughs> I have those bias, but yeah. So I would say I'm really digging it. I mean, um, there's definitely like, just like when you generally like watch a show, there's definitely some things in terms of storytelling and how it's playing out and you know the pacing of it but Mm -hmm. honestly I'm just here for all of the beautiful cultural representation we're getting and I'm digging a lot of that so far so that's keeping me happy that's keeping me excited that's giving me a lot of emotion so I'm digging it so far
1: yeah I uh I'm definitely the way I view movies and tv it's like Okay. They made a choice. They had a direction. I can't judge them on what direction they chose to go in, but I can right. judge them on how well they execute that direction. Right? So yeah. like no way, like Spider-Man No Way Home wasn't the Spider-Man movie that I wanted. Um, mm-hmm. I originally, I, I didn't want that. I wanted more straightforward Spider-Man tale. I didn't necessarily need like a multiversal thing because also right. Side note, I'm not a big fan of the multiverse in huge doses. Um, right. And so, like, I, was, I I, didn't want that for Spider-Man. But then I'm like, okay, they chose to go in that direction. Fine. Wasn't my choice. But who am I to say? Uh, but I think they went 10 out of 10 in the direction that they went in. Like, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Fine. 10 out of 10. It's, again, it's not exactly what I would have chosen. Just like right. the Batman, 10 out of 10. But not the direction that I wanted it to go. Of course, in, it is what it is. Um, is Miss Marvel? We we know the direction it's going in. Is it going like a ten out of ten in that direction? Is it full steam ahead?
0: I don't think so. Only because like. The Marvel comics are something that are so special. And there are certain things from the comics that they've changed that kind of lose the charm in the show. And I know they're trying to tell, you know, a different type of story in the show. Like they don't want it to be a rehashing of the comics, but I think some elements are a bit too far removed that it loses the charm that it was in the comics. And I'm mostly referring to her powers and this type of origin tale they're going from there so far. Um, And so, no, I would say like, in terms of the direction they are heading, it's not a ten out of ten for me. Probably sitting at like an eight out of ten. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, it's something we talked about last time, and like people have been talking about for so long. Is like the the changes in the origin and changes in the powers um and whatnot. And we're still kind of seeing it. Like we're here on episode four, and even after you know we finish episode four, it's like, what is the point of the change? Exactly. We had Black Bolt in Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they were like, oh, the Inhumans can never touch no. a MCU property ever again. Even though, you know, right. Black Bolt did. Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, I guess, for whoever's watching this or listening to this uh, who didn't see Multiverse of Madness, weird, but fine. Uh, his head did explode. Was that, yeah. like? Was that just the last time we're ever going to see an Inhuman
0: then? Exactly, like... <laughs> a lot of things are up in the air.
1: Yeah, I feel like they brought them back for that. Why didn't they own humans? Again, maybe I'm asking too many questions and we still have two episodes left in the season. And mm-hmm. maybe they're gonna pull out some like crazy thing. Um, right. but like we'll see if those choices pay off, those changes exactly. in, in the stuff. Yeah, um, you're a big fan of the comics, right?
0: Uh yeah, specifically the Miss Marvel comics. I'm not by any means like a huge comic nerd but i
1: miss marvel Marvel.
0: comics yeah i I really do enjoy and i just think it would have been a much more simpler story to tell if they just went the inhumans route because so far for me i kind of talked about this i've been digging every single part of miss marvel minus the superhero story which would be fine if it wasn't supposed to be a superhero show yeah like I'm enjoying all of her dynamics with her mom, with her, you know, her friends or just like who she is as a fangirl and just, you know, the things that she's going through. But episode three kind of did rub me the wrong way in terms of the um, way they were trying to tell the power origin story. And I was like, I don't know if I'm enjoying the superhero stuff.
2: Um,
0: But episode four, I don't know. I think it made me a bit relieved because it did kind of you know lead lean into the fact that the whole gym thing is like um a red herring but i think i'd have to like wait and see the full story with specifically aisha before i finally like give my full judgment on no the superhero part wasn't well executed and it's like you said it's like are those changes worth it i think episode five will be the one to tell
1: yeah um I don't know whether you said it on on when we started or whether you said it before on zoom but you said that episode five is like make or break like that is what's gonna like we're gonna figure out like does it like what this series is by episode five
0: i think so because well when you like when you also consider all of the other mcu shows like episode five specifically from what i remember moon knight wandavision even low-key, have all been like a backstory onto our characters. And it seems like Miss Marvel's heading in the same direction, except it's not just a backstory on Kamala, it's a backstory on her entire family. And I think, you know, her entire family is what they've kind of been hinting to is like, this is something that's been carried out on from Muniba's family dating back to her Aisha. So once we get that backstory, once we get to understand what happened to Aisha, like that episode will kind of be like the make or break was like, was the whole build-up worth it? Did it pay off? Or did the whole like change just feel unnecessary? And I think at the end of the day, it's like the type of reasoning that they give for her change. Like, I guess also in a way, it could either be episode five or the Marvels movie, because you know, I don't know what they're trying to do with a Marvel's movie. Like people, the writers have alluded that they did change her powers to make her closer to Carol Danvers. Mm. So maybe the Marvel's movie will actually be the final like um project that'll give the decision of was the change worth it? Did you know making her closer to Carol Danvers give still as much of a special story as it did in the comics?
1: Yeah. Um uh question because you're you're you read the comics. Uh, how how long does it take for them to go to Pakistan? Like in the comics, it
0: takes a while. I think. I think
1: it's like an issue twenty
0: something. Yeah, it it, it takes. A, I know it's after Bruno's injury that they go to Pakistan in the comics. I want to say it's before Civil War, though. I can't remember if it's before or after Civil War. But it's definitely after Bruno gets injured and she's not friends with Bruno anymore that they go to Pakistan in the comics.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to look. Oh, uh, well, uh, it's issue 12. At least that's when we see Kareem for the first time.
0: Yeah, so, so it has 12. to be that.
1: Um, so, I mean, but that's that's a good, I mean, by issue 12, that's a good, like, two trades right that's like two story arcs then right. the third story arc i think is is pakistan versus yes. this like have we gone to pakistan too early I again mean, i it depends on what like the point is, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's a little hard to tell because I expected episode four to give us that backstory, but it looks like they're waiting until episode five for that backstory. So that's why I think again, like it's kind of a make or break episode five because, like, like you said, is it worth going to Pakistan that early in the show instead of like where they waited for the comics? And it's hard to tell. It's hard to kind of get pinpoint an answer for me at least until I understand like the story that they they were trying to tell yeah in terms of like Aisha's backstory
1: yeah I think that uh uh I don't know there's a couple of ways that could go like I've been calling this since maybe episode one or two someone's gonna have to rewind the tapes and listen to the after show on the and see when I was like that I brought up time travel I brought up time travel because they do something um in episode one or two when they bring up like somehow she found her way back to the train, somehow blah blah blah, right? Like when they say um, uh, Nani's backstory, like she got separated from her from from Aisha. I think it was oh, episode. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like episode one or two, and they they bring it up. Uh, I think it's episode two, and they bring it up, and it's like somehow they do that, but that that happens a lot in stories when the main character goes back in time. And they're mm-hmm. the reason why their ancestor was saved. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, like, I don't know what I'm thinking about specifically, but it's happened before. Uh, but <laughs> no, like, I, I can kind
2: of, I, I
0: think I kind of understand, like, I mean, I hope that's not the case here. I think I'm definitely interested in, like, understanding what happened. Like, how was Sana's? how was Nani saved? How did Aisha escape? All of that.
1: I think it's all because of Kamala. I think there's, there's a loop going on. You there?
2: What do you
0: mean by a loop?
1: Oh, okay. You, you, uh, you cut out. Were you saying anything before?
0: No, I was just interested in saying, what do you mean by a loop?
1: Okay. Um, so basically, it happens, you know, in in time travel fiction, where it's just like some unknown thing, and then you go back in time and you were you were the unknown thing. I forget where oh. I forget what um what I'm thinking about specifically, but it is right, a right, it, right. it's like this trope where like there's a mystery of the past and some, oh,, uh, it happens a lot where it's like, and some unknown man came to me and he told me, and he kept me safe, and then it turns out that unknown man is you from the future coming back to save yourself like Mm. it happens a lot in time travel and science fiction. yeah but in this it's like when they said that i'm like could this show bring in time travel how why that's so wild and then they Mm -hmm. did at the end of this episode we'll talk about the contents of this episode i'm just saying that it's wild that we're going to get an episode five that takes place in the past where kamala has gone back in time
0: i really hope that it doesn't take that way because I feel like it's going to overcomplicate the episode even more. I mean, like the episode, like episode, the, ep- <laughs> the show's already been overcomplicated by the fact that they threw a red herring at us with the Jin and, you know, yeah. when the clandestines were out. So adding in time travel, which it's not really worked too well in the MCU. If you look at Avengers Endgame, I think is just going to, probably be the ship that kind of tanks the show because they're just overstuffing it and there's only two episodes left. Yeah. So I hope they don't take that route. I also, I also feel like I don't know how much on board. I mean, I know, I know the showrunner for one of the, it's not showrunners, one of the co creators for Miss Marvel is also involved in the production. I don't know how much they would be like willing to pump in so many concepts just into a show about, like, a teenager at the end of the day, which I hope is not true that they don't do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it is a good theory. I just hope it doesn't go in that direction because we only do have two episodes left, and that oh, yeah. would make for a really lackluster finale.
1: So I thought it was a given that at the end of this episode she goes back in time, but are you are you on the boat of what? It's a vision that she's seeing? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm
0: on the boat. It's a vision that she's seeing because after the after Najma breaks the um, bracelet, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I'm a little I'm a little fuzzy on what exactly happens. But after Najma breaks the bracelet, it seems like Kamala swept into a vision rather than traveling back in time.
1: OK, because I was yeah. viewing this whole thing as traveling back in time. OK, but, interesting. But you OK, you're saying it's a vision. Also, yeah. um, so right now we are live streaming to, to three different uh platforms volume.com slash the keeg show, twitch.tv slash the keeg show, and youtube.com slash the keeg show. Our chat we pull from volume.com slash the keeg show, but mm-hmm. Colin L is on YouTube saying she is going to bring her back to the present. Oh, I think okay, I think I know what Colin's saying there. Um, and then Colin also says, "Seeming like her bangle is a mini inf- inf- uh, infinity gauntlet." Now, I don't—I I wouldn't say the bangle is an infinity gauntlet, but it, it might be doing very similar things, like have some sort of time element to it. But if I'm reading what Colin is saying correctly, Colin is saying that she's gonna bring Aisha to the present. That—that's why what? Aisha disappears. She just gets pulled right. to the present,
0: huh? That's actually really interesting. And that, I maybe you're right. that maybe she is traveling back in time because she's gonna bring Aisha
1: to the present, which would no, but yeah. that doesn't make any sense, right? Because the Red Daggers knew Aisha. True. Like Walid, Walid knew Aisha.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He was he brought her name up, right? Yeah, oh, no, yeah. Kamran, no, uh, not Kamran, Kareem brought up aisha he's like aisha has the other be- oh you stole it off aisha so is aisha just in karachi i don't know i'm so like yeah there's a lot of questions that this this episode kind of uh 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 brought up but let's let, let's talk about the contents of the episode itself um i didn't i didn't i knew they were going to pakistan in this se- in this mm-hmm. season if I was writing it, if I was whatever, I would have, I don't know whether I would have like put uh, like put that, because again, that happens in issue like 12 of the comic, but it is what it is. Um we we start off with the plane flying in to Karachi, right? Yeah. Um, and then and then I guess Muniba and and Kamala have a truce, and then we get to meet Nani. Um uh, how how were you liking that beginning scene? We met Nani and we met the two cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just seem like cousins. They don't seem like that great, but like they're like, yeah, whatever. They're your cousins, I mean, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty relatable. I actually, um, the beginning scene, we found out that Kamala has been grounded, which I know we were talking about on the last time that we were live. We were kind of talking about how Muniba didn't seem like she had any punishment for Kamala and what she's been doing, but- yeah. I guess she ended up putting a punishment, which makes the show a little bit more realistic because, yeah. like, there's no way she got away, like, with everything You're she did. you so. grounded for years, I think yeah,
2: is what grounded. She Yeah,
0: grounded. So that was something that just came to my mind. But honestly, I feel like the beginning scene was pretty nice. I mean, I think, like, if we're talking from a cultural perspective, it... I. It's weird watching this in an MCU show because it's lived experiences that, like, I've had. You know, I landed on, well, not in Karachi, Pakistan, but I've landed on a plane in India with a bunch of Indian people. And, you know, we were all shuffling in order to get out. And, um, you know, you get into, like, you go to India, you meet your grandparents there, you meet your cousins. So I feel like in that sense, it was all just very fulfilling and almost a little bit weird to see but it was just wholesome overall like the cousins like you said are just cousins and i feel like that's how a lot of immigrant kids relationships are with cousins unless you go like every 2 years or something but right. for me who goes like every 6 years my cousins to me are just cousins they're not people i'm really close with because it's hard they don't to get attached
1: that. like when yeah, you, when you exactly. have cousins in another country like like i love my cousins but like well i no, I won't say this publicly. But I love uh, you know most of my cousins, right? And so uh, it's like yeah, but but it's tough when you get attached, and then you only see each other every two years at at the least, sometimes ten years. That that was for exactly. me, you know. Right. Um. Side note: I was something that I did think it was was funny is that uh, uh, before the plane like comes to a stop or whatever, people are already standing up, taking their luggage out. And I feel like that's, that's so, oh man. Uh, It's like flying into Sri Lanka, it's the same thing. It's like, like before the seatbelt lights off, before the whatever, like, it's like, no, people are just like taking all their stuff from (laughs) from the top.
0: They just want to get out. Like, (laughs) I will say one thing that like, they, okay. When we get later into the episode, I'll actually touch on it in terms of like the, the trips you make back home as, you know, a south asian yeah um but yeah no i i thought the uh, the beginning scene i thought the fact that she was talking i just found it funny like the guy who was sitting in between kamala yeah. and her mom and he was and th- those two were just arguing he was like well what is going on yeah <laughs> i think i also like the extra touch of you know the lady was speaking in urdu which mm. actually was going to happen but like the man on the plane was also reading like i'm pretty sure it was an urdu newspaper okay yes but like they have that, they have yeah. that incorporated. I thought those are small, nice touches. I also really liked how the entire soundtrack, you could tell it was either like Bollywood music or Pakistani songs yeah. um, all throughout, specifically through the beginning. So I thought it was all great.
1: Yeah, there's little touches in this show that make it known that they have people that have lived those experiences yeah. on their staff behind the scenes. It isn't a soundstage of what people think Pakistan is. And it isn't like some director being like, like, oh, why don't you, uh, you know, uh, Pakistan it up a little bit more. Like, you know, like, well, why don't we have some random animal in like in the mix? Let's throw that in, you know? Um, it's rather like, it's very unique and has like specifics, um, has uh, a lot of specifics um muniba and her mom uh, uh nani muniba and nani like their relationship seems very specific mm-hmm. i don't know whether that's do we get that in the comics is that new to the show
0: no that is new to the show which yeah. i actually thought was one of the better elements of this episode mm-hmm. was getting to see like muniba and her mom's relationship because i feel like that's something you don't I don't think we've ever gotten in an MCU project is a grandparents relationship to a superhero, like yeah. period ever. I don't think there's ever been as family centric. Yeah, not even Shang Chi because technically Shang Chi's. Yeah, sorry, I was trying to yeah. think back to Shang Chi, not but... to the
1: grandparents because we don't. Yeah, not we to don't grandparents. See... Wait, was there his? Did he have relatives on his mother's side in in Talo?
0: Yeah, it was the it was Michelle Yo's okay character. his
1: aunt, right?
0: Yeah, it was his aunt. So it was there was that relationship, but yeah. I think it was really interesting to see like a parent to parent relationship. Yeah. I don't think we've ever gotten that in the MCU. So I thought that was really wholesome. Um yeah. and it was like very specific. It's not something from the comics. Cause when Kamala goes to Pakistan for the first time, she goes alone. Her mom doesn't come with her. So that's something new, but I think that was actually a really delightful element in the episode.
1: Yeah, it's making me think of, and maybe I'm free associating here, and maybe I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm reaching because I think that people will be like, oh yeah, just dismissively like you're reaching. But I feel a lot of the time, and most of the time when we deal with um, superheroes, it's an individual story. Oh it's, yes. It's, it's akin to pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, the American dream type story where one person gets bit by one spider, they make a difference, they push hard, save lives. It's about them. Bada bing, bada boom, right? But when we deal with with Kamala, when we deal with Shang-Chi, we see that like the people around them matter. Oh yeah and that and that like we care about them and they matter and they help and like the good that this character does is because of the people Mm -hmm. that are around them
2: Mm -hmm. um so it's less individualist
1: It's, it's not like oh shang chi just worked hard and like got to where he wanted to be like he did but he was also supported by the people around him
0: i mean i think that contributes to like just cultural norms The West is always meant to see very individualistic and that's how the stories are told. Like Iron Man is sort of like, (laughs) yes, he got it from his father, but you know, Iron Man's story is kind of his own. Even Steve Rogers, a little bit like what he's done, he's all we've always seen him as like this independent guy who like goes against the government, you know, and knows what he wants to do. But when you start associating, but... If you look at the Asian hemisphere, the Asian continent is a collectivist culture. And I think, I think we were, there was some discourse about Twitter actually going on that today. Family means everything in Asian culture, even sometimes more than, you know, what, like some, like family just means everything. Everything you do in an Asian family is for your family. And so obviously the stories with Asian superheroes are going to be told that way. And it's like you said, it's interesting, but I feel like it's very accurate. And I'm glad that it's not an individualistic story because then that would just feel out of place. Since Asian cultures are very collectivist, very yeah. family driven and, you know, not even family driven, like community driven. And we see that in Kamala. We see that in Shang-Chi's story because shang was the first true family story. Yeah. The rest of like the rest of the MCU when it comes to parents, everyone's Pretty just bad. traumatized. Everyone's just traumatized. But yeah. Shangxi, like his dad wasn't even his dad was a villain, but also not.
1: It's kind of yeah. like it, He was it, a villain. I, I'm not a I'm not a Wen apologist.
0: But yeah, like okay what he was a villain. Yeah. Um yeah.
1: your thing clicked. There was like something your microphone like shifted. It was weird. You still can you mind? hear me? Yeah. I mean, it just sounds different, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it was my microphone. Let me try to figure this. I mean, Sorry. you don't sound
1: bad. It's just different. I don't know what it sounds like, though.
0: I'm just going to switch over to
1: my computer.
0: Okay. Can you hear me now?
1: Uh, Yeah, if you can turn your sound up a little bit.
0: Okay. Um, oh. Were you able to hear me now? Yeah. I have. Okay, great. Yeah, I just have my microphone. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Sorry um, about that. Yeah,
1: um, no, no worries. Uh, what I was saying was, like, I'm not a Wenwu apologist. It's just, and, like, he was bad. But, like, uh, sorry, did I cut you off?
0: No, 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 no. Okay. I, I agree. Like, I guess what I was trying to say is that with Shang-Chi's story, like, it was a very, like, family-centered, family-focused story, even, yeah. even though his, like, dad was the villain. But it was still, we saw that aspect of his, like, mom yeah. that – Was more of like, so we kind of saw him like struggling between the two sides and, you know, choosing the path that he wanted to build for himself. And in a way, it's kind of similar to Kamala, but Kamala, it's more of just on her mom's side, which I'm really liking that they specifically chose the mom story because a big theme that's been emphasized throughout the show is that the immigrant daughters and immigrant mothers specifically I can only comment on South Asians yeah it is always a very difficult dynamic relationship and you would and it's different like immigrant I have okay this is like speaking from personal experience too I have a much more rough rocky relationship with my mom than I do with my dad mm-hmm. and so to see like the M and MCU show like adopt that very accurately I think it's I think it's very very nice
1: yeah um, When when you brought up uh, Captain America, I want to, like, I was thinking to myself, so this uh, stick with me here. Hopefully this makes sense. But, like, if we saw Aunt May from Peter Park, from, from Spider-Man, if we saw Aunt May talking to her mother, a lot of people would be like, why do we care? Cut that scene out. We don't need it. How does this further Peter Parker's story? Because Peter Parker's story is learning lessons from the people around him, but like it tends to be very individualist. Yeah. Right. Or let's just let's let's put it even more so. Let's go because I think it's a sliding spectrum. And it's not like a binary sort of thing. Do we need like in a Tony Stark thing? Do we need Pepper Potts talking to her mother about anything? No. But but I mean, would it be fine? Like I'd be fine with it. But, like, Tony's story is all about Tony. And what Tony (laughs) wants, what Tony goes for, he's very narcissistic and arrogant. So when we deal with Muniba and Nani talking, the question in my head wasn't, who cares? It wasn't. Because I know that their story affects Kamala's story. Because she is her community and her family, and it is that kind of almost a collectivist superhero kind of mentality shang chi has a very similar thing we, we deal with his family and the tai lo thing and and whatnot um i do think that superman when done right we care about the people that surround superman but when superman's done wrong he's done very similar to iron man where it's like superman does this superman does that who cares about who's around him like superman superman he can do everything but like if you watch superman and lois we deal a lot with Lois goes and talks with Lana. I don't know if you've watched the show. I haven't. (laughs) Okay, so Lana is Clark Kent's ex-girlfriend from when he was in high school. They have moved back into Smallville. Lois is his wife, and Lois and Lana have a relationship. One could say, in a Superman show, why do we care about Lois and Lana talking about anything? Yeah. Why do they have a friendship? Why do we care about their friendship? But that's because I think, like, Superman is kind of collectivist in a way. Because right. he's pushing that we are together in this. Uh, yeah. The song that brings up is, like, if we go down, then we go if down
0: we together.
1: Go down, we, yeah. Yeah. If we go down, we, yeah. we go down, yeah. So Superman and Captain America are kind of on that end, where, like, you can also tell good Captain America stories by the people around him. But Kamala, bringing it back to Kamala, we need to care about Muniba and Nani. We need to we care do. about Aisha. We need to care, weirdly enough, about Najma and, like, What's her whole, like, uh, she is the community. She is the people around her, her friends and her family, whether it's, whether it's uh, Karachi or whether it's New Jersey. I think we're seeing a little bit of a shift recently away from this individualist, pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of superhero. You know? Which
0: I'm liking. I'm liking it. I think it's really interesting you bring out Spider-Man because you know, a lot of people attribute it to the fact that he became his own superhero after he lost like Uncle Ben. Yeah. But and so he does get impacted by the events around him, but his improvement is something that he takes on individually. Versus for Kamala, even in the comics, the improvement that she goes through is like like it's hard to describe. Like, she doesn't go through loss, but she goes through challenges, and how she shapes herself as a superhero is, like, based on how others around her help her, and I think that's what kind of makes her different from Spider-Man, is that Spider-Man only lets the events impact him, but not the people, whereas Kamala lets the people impact her, and I think that's kind of, like, the difference between an individualistic superhero story and a collectivist, but no way home kind of changed that because in no way home you know peter parker only did what he did when he met the other spider-man so yeah like they they, that was like kind of a shift in peter parker's story um when they actually brought in the variants which is a very good point to bring up so i i agree with you like i i'm actually i don't know like that's kind of like that's where my brain is going now it's like there was that little bit of a almost collect not collectivist but you know The other spider-man like did kind of shape him on the decision that he's going to make
1: Mm -hmm. but then the question is are they different than him or the same like narratively speaking does it count i'm not quite sure but like again i'm sure there are people out there because in the decades of spider-man comics like yes there are going to be things to disprove this theory but like and i'm just coming up with it right now but like i think as a whole i think these theories stand up like batman when done he can be done either individualistically where it's like batman's war against crime and like he is the best at everything he does or when you do and, and that's not my favorite interpretation of batman you have batman with his bat family you know um uh you have batman with his bat family like depending on his bat family for the things that they bring to the table as well like mm-hmm. again accomplishing something together and whatnot, but um, Colin Colin L. brought up a good thing on YouTube. Colin L. says to bring back time travel for a second. They did dress Bruno up as Marty McFly. Is that intentional? Like just to kind of hint that we're gonna get like some sort of time travel in this? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, like even the it's it's like uh, the people around us shape us. The people around us help us accomplish things or even sometimes don't help, like, hinder us, right? Like, but yeah. we are the people around us, and I think that that's something important to this Miss Marvel story, you know? Of course, Um yeah. And you can take it a step further, like, she is an inhuman, at least in the comics. We'll see what happens in the you. She is a clandestine. I don't want to call her a djinn, because in this episode, they talk about it, and I don't know whether people are going to buy that angle or not but okay whatever um but like she is so many things and i think that that's kind of the point of miss marvel yes even without the inhuman stuff even without all that stuff it's like she is just by sake of being a a pakistani american
2: she's pakistani. rachi
1: versus new jersey you know mm-hmm.
0: She's Muslim. Like, there's so many facets to her identity, which I think makes her relatable for a lot of, like, immigrant um, fans, because we feel like we also have different facets of her identity, like, and different communities that we belong to. And I think that's what makes Kamala's story so special is the fact that she is part of different communities and how she kind of, again, uses those communities to shape her the way she is versus... Compared to you know other superheroes, where it's more about they use the events in their life, which I think, which I think both styles of storytelling are fine. Like they're both they're both great. Yeah. I just gear myself more towards the I'm going to use my communities around me because that's what I grew up as. Like yeah. that's 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 what I grew up. That's the <clears throat> sorry, those are my unique experiences.
1: Yeah. If I if I had powers, I would tell my parents and they would I, they would have to just get over the fact that like i'm going out to save people but like if they want yeah. to help they can help but they're such an yeah. important part of my life i could exactly. not tell my parents exactly. you know? like
0: yeah like maybe not my parents first but my friends yeah. would be the first ones yeah. to know for yeah. sure but kamala I would has to tell her that. parents yeah yeah she does she does yeah. um no like no my friends would be the first one to know like yeah
1: so yeah, yeah. um so so we're in so we are uh how does this work we are in uh karachi um she's looking around for the train station she talks to nani about the vision seems like nani has just had visions and not powers right no can you imagine nani throwing a fist like that <laughs> this is
0: i mean listen like i i'm down for it yeah. but <laughs> that would definitely be interesting
1: yeah um nani nani reminds me a little bit of uh uh looks wise i think of my mom's mom and so I'm like, oh me too me yeah. too I'm i like, saw
0: i saw nani with the bun and like my my own nani does like yeah. a bun every time i see her so i was like what <laughs> i was yeah. i was so taken back the only difference is my nani doesn't wear a sari mm. which i found really interesting that her nani does because you know uh Maniva was wearing a korta but yeah, my mom, my my dolly wears a sari though. So that's mm. what I was surprised by.
1: Oh, okay. Um yeah. my my mom's mom she I don't know. I, when I think of her I think of her in a sari. I don't mm. know what she wore other than that. I don't right, remember. Right. But um there again there are specifics in this show that are very, very like very specific, which is wonderful. Um, oh, yes. But um, we we deal with the cousins. The cousins serve no purpose other than just kind of be like, they're your cousins. This is,
0: this is what it's like. Yeah. Like, when you visit family. That's it. Yeah. Which, was, which I thought was still a fun yeah. element. So.
1: By the way, that's a huge house. Like. Yeah. Nani's house is a huge house.
0: I, I thought that was like, I like, I thought that was like pretty common. Mm-hmm. I mean my experience my 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 family houses aren't that huge in india Mm. but like i i thought i wasn't surprised by that only because when you go to india a lot of my friends tell me that their grandparents have really big houses because everyone lives there so i wasn't taken back by that i was in fact i was looking for the terrace that's the first thing i was looking for on the house the the terrace because Mm. like that's super common in a lot of like Mm like, Indian houses and stuff. I don't yep. know if they show that, but, like, I I was not taken back by that big house, because I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is, I this compared it to,
1: to my, to my mom's mom's house. Uh, right. And, like, you know, she had a gate out front and whatever, yeah. um, and, like, they, you know, it's, it's, it was a big house, because multiple rooms and, and whatnot, but at the same time, like, I feel like 90s house is a little bit bigger than, than my, than my, achi's house uh, is what we say in sri lanka but um like uh that's a i mean that's a whole different tangent uh but but i mean good for nani you know
0: no <laughs> like good for nani <laughs> i mean yeah like yeah. i feel like there are so many small things in this episode that that could just be discussed for hours because yeah. it ties to our own personal experiences and i think that's what I probably most loved about this episode was actually there's two things. Two things that stood out to me from this episode were the character dynamics, the small relationships like Nani and Muni Baanti or Kamala and Kareem, which we can get into later. Yeah. And then also the personal experiences that tie in. I will say the one thing I was surprised by was the fact that they didn't show the rest of Kamala's extended family living mm-hmm. there. Um, because I expected to see like more people there mm. more than just cousins and nani for a big house yeah so that surprised me but again that's just like based on our own personal experiences yeah. I we were I was expecting to see that so
1: do you have a big extended family
0: I don't mm-hmm. but I feel um no actually I have a pretty small extended family but I feel like it's kind of common when you visit India that all your extended family yeah. is in like one place and so I was kind of expecting to see that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh my dad is what he was an only child and my mom had um four sisters. Mm. So like I feel like it's slightly larger on one side and then like yeah. my dad doesn't have any siblings on his side. Right. So like I feel like everybody who has a huge extended family like I can't relate cuz I'm like it's you know it's fairly yeah. small. I got a couple right. of sets of cousins and that's pretty much it. But right. um <laughs> Let's talk about Kareem and the Red Daggers. Um, because Kamala, she's on the tour with her cousins. Her cousins don't really know what's going on. They're just kind of like winging it. Uh, and then she's like, let's go to this train station. And they're like, ah, we'll just see you later. She goes to the train station, she puts on her mask. I don't know why. I Why why do you think she puts on her mask?
0: To, I thought it might, might've been to like conceal herself so that, mm-hmm. like, no one can identify her and recognize her. Yeah. Um. That's the way I read it, is, like, more of just, like, no one is able to recognize me that I'm at the train station and nothing yeah. more.
1: But it also pointed out that, like, she's one of the only people with jeans on or something. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like people are going to recognize you, mask or no mask. But okay, fine. Um, Red Dagger pops out of nowhere. He's been, like, stalking her. For a little bit, right? Um, and he's throwing. Uh, oh, Colin says, yeah, because it said the area was under surveillance.
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that oh, makes, yeah. That's that makes
1: sense. She, she right. read that. That's right. uh yeah. By the way, uh, Colin, thank you so much for for tuning in. Uh, don't know how you found us, uh, but thank you for finding us. Um, if you haven't followed rid on social media, definitely follow rid and then um at the Keeg Show, where you know wherever yes. you are on social media, um. So, yeah, so she puts on a mask because it's surveillance. Fair enough, fair enough. Then we see Red Dagger. Red Dagger pops in, um, uh, and they have a little fight scene, right? Are the, mm-hmm. uh, how, how do you feel about that little fight scene? I
0: thought it was fun. I thought it was playful. I mean, mm-hmm. for, like, I wasn't, like, when it comes to Miss Marvel fight scenes, I have, don't have, like, high expectations about, you know, oh it should be well choreographed or oh fancy like i think i saw a couple of tweets after the show kind of talking about how the fight scenes though do a good job of showing kamala's progression and her confidence in her own powers and i think you could see that i think one thing the fight scenes do do well is that they don't show like kamala just like being able to do anything and like take down anything like they Mm
2: -hmm.
0: still show the error in her ways that she's trying to learn her powers yeah Um, and i think it was highlighted in that fight scene like she fell, like he threw the dagger, she fell, she fell multiple times trying to like climb up the platforms or whatever, so yeah. I think that's something I appreciate about the fight scenes, is that it's very realistic for the circumstance that it's
1: in. And she seems to be getting better, like, yes. and it's something that's subtle in the way they choreograph it, mm-hmm. right? Like she's, you can kind of see, I'm sure you can go back and watch like episode, what, three or so, and like yeah like kind of uh uh see her growth as a character trying out these powers uh darth chaco is in the chat uh darth chaco says uh uh and what's up to darth chaco obviously uh darth chaco says uh she kicks some freaking ass She is learning well yeah yes and you can kind of yeah. see that in each and everything <laughs> so i i, I I'm, I'm laughing because the the actress who plays who plays najma throughout the whole like episode she had her mask up and you can tell like i don't know whether this actress is just you know she's not used to like big physical fight scenes she's walking around with like two daggers and she's just kind (laughs) of like walking around like that and like it's like everybody else is like throwing punches when she's just like walking around with their daggers and i just thought it was like super funny yeah
0: (laughs) i think the like fight scenes have an element of kind of like playfulness and yeah. almost like i don't want to say immaturity but i'm trying to find like that fine balance between playful and immaturity it's that whatever that is that's what the fight scenes are because yeah. they're not yeah and i i like that because i think again it's like very realistic with the tone of the show so i yeah. appreciate it yeah. and but it is weird when you have like the leader of the clandestines not being able to fight yeah
1: so yeah yeah Don Straka says she do be look uh she do be like a praying mantis <laughs> yeah yeah praying mantis you know um so so we deal with the red red dagger and then we find out like when they have a cute kind of banter as they fight which mm-hmm. is cool um i would like more banter in like like the chase scene that happens after would be nice to kind of have more banter in that right but it was what it was um but like we find out that red dagger kareem by the way i knew i recognized kareem from somewhere uh the actor is aramis knight he was on mm-hmm. into the enter the badlands or into the badlands oh nice yeah uh, i don't, I don't know it's... if you ever saw that show no it was like a martial arts show okay um and he was like young so it was like it started May, uh, oh, it was 2015 or 2019. So like, he was one of the actors there. Um, and and so, uh, into the Badlands, it was on AMC for a little bit. Um, and I was like, that's where I recognize him though. Uh, uh, so, okay, cool. It's like somebody I recognize. Anyway, um, the red daggers is kind of like a society like a like a that and then they have like the secret entrance in the in the in the uh, chinese restaurant which is cool almost like uh like a, it's like a pakistani Batman society kind of thing yeah, yeah. which yeah. I think is is cool um and then we meet Waleed who tells a little bit more about like what the clandestine are mm-hmm. um and he mentions that if Thor fell in in the Himalayas. He would be considered a jinn, and yep. so he's saying like they're not jinn as in the religious text jinn. They're not jinn as in in you know the ones that we like that culturally they think about, but they are it's like more an just extra-dimensional like extra dimensional being. Yeah. yeah, that is considered Wait, yeah. yeah by that culture, which I
0: think the origin I feel like there's lots to unpack because in the third episode first of all I just want to say Bollywood is played by Farhan Uchther who's like one of my favorite Bollywood actors
1: oh okay I didn't know he was that a Bollywood was really actor great.
0: yeah he is um Farhan Uchther is a pretty big actor in Bollywood so the fact that they got him to come on a Marvel show when I found out that's I was great over the moon um but yeah I just uh, wanted to throw that out I was about there's to say lot-
1: he's a very good looking guy Yes. Um, <laughs> um, not, he's also like. My, dare I say, not all Bollywood actors are are good looking. Sometimes they pretend like they're good looking, and everybody just kind of everybody just kind of has to pretend. Yeah. yeah. But no, nah, this guy, this guy's a good looking guy.
0: Farhan Akhtar is also like very talented. Like he's a director, mm. writer, producer, singer, um, actor. Anyways, I can talk about Farhan there but I wanted to just point that out that. The guy who plays Laleed is a very famous actor in Indian Bollywood cinema. Yeah. And there's, he's actually been in a lot of like really some of the top Bollywood movies. So that's why he's like, I I'm just Google
1: image him. searched him. And like, I'm seeing so many different things of like, he like, uh, uh, when he's like slightly chubby, cause he like put on weight versus oh, yeah. like, then he gets a six pack and right. like beard versus no beard.
0: Yeah, he 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 has a lot of different looks. Yeah. Um,
1: if the ladies think, aren't simping, they need to be. We gotta jump no, on they that. No, yeah. they do. They do.
0: They um, do. But yeah, no, I I I thought the origin of the clandestines. Mm. The moment he showed that second map, I think this is where Tao Lo and um the Nord dimension are, are yeah. connected because like they're both. Well, because you know how they were saying, like, the new dimension is something that's hidden. It's yeah. not in the real world, which kind of similar to Talo. It's in a forest. Yeah. It's not hidden, but it exists, like, as a pocket of dimension. Yeah. I think that's where the connection for the two places comes. I also you think, think it's, it's really the same place?
1: Because they said there's there's so many. Like, he mentioned that there's just, like, so many other kind of dimensions, right?
0: Right. I don't think they're the same place, but, like, there's definitely connections because they're so just like on a geographical level. They're very close. So it would make sense for them to cross paths or like be connected at some point. I mean, we already saw like that 10 rings reference in the
1: third episode. So I
0: think like this one kind of hammers home on like why they might be, why it might make sense for like them to be connected because they do they're they're kind of on a conceptual level, the same exact thing. They also, the 10 rings, the bangle, like there's a lot of there yeah there's just like similarities in that sense. So I was like, okay, so that makes sense why they're connected because Shang-Chi comes from a dimension so Kamala coming from a dimension, that's why it would make sense for the two characters to be connected in that way. I thought it also I think that like the origin the way the origin was explained, it was sweet, it was simple, like it kind of dispelled the whole jin red hearing and yeah. also gave us some insight onto why it connects to Shangxi. So I thought that was, was done pretty well.
1: And they could always, if they really wanted to. I'm not saying they're going to, because again, the comics are different than the MCU. Some people forget mm. that. Yeah. Uh If they wanted to connect it to the Inhumans later, they could just be like, hey, it's an offshoot of the Inhumans that live in this like separate place. They are Inhumans, right. though, right? They just yeah. whatever." Um, uh, Darth Chaco is, is is putting some good comments. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I'll I'll eventually get through all of Darth Chaco's stuff. Uh, ah, there, okay. So, uh, Darth Chaka says, "Can all Asian people not come from a different dimension?" Though, no, yes, this is something that I've been like I noticed last time, and I'm like, and I talked to people about. It. It's like every Asian Marvel character, except for Wong, comes from a different Extra, dimension or place.
0: Extraterrestrial, right?
1: The Eternals are extraterrestrial robots. Uh, Shang Chi, like it's this, it's this, you know, Talo uh uh he got you got the the clandestine in their dimension it's kind of weird it's because it's almost
2: weird othering
1: in a world where we other asian people like in our world we other they're like they're foreign they're weird they're whatever uh uh doesn't matter south asian east asian southeast asian you in know a, in, a, in the real world we do that In this fictional world, we're also saying, yeah, you're not from around here. This white boy got bitten by a radioactive spider in Queens, and he's from here. You are from another dimension or another planet. And it is kind of weird, isn't it?
0: Oh, for sure. Like, this is definitely an interesting point brought up. And I think if they do that to, like, a third Asian superhero that they're going to bring to the MCU, I think... That's you don't like, think this
1: is three, though, already? Eternals, Shang-Chi, and Miss Marvel?
0: It is, but I think, like, the Eternals are kind of different because, okay. like, that was always, like, expected of the Eternals. Yeah. You know, like, the Eternals are always expected to be that way, so the
2: yeah.
0: Eternals doesn't surprise me as much, but for Shang-Chi and, like, Miss Marvel, they actually, like, I don't know too much about the Shang-Chi comics, but, like, Miss Marvel is not from another dimension. So right. that's why I only consider it to be really Shang-Chi yeah. and Eternals not Shang-Chi and Eternal, shang and Miss Marvel, because the Eternals are expected. Yeah, so like, that's that true. That was not surprising. But I think if they do that to, like, a third Asian superhero, it would be weird, because yeah. the only other two prominent Asian figures that we have are side characters, which is, oh, what's, Jimmy Woo? Jimmy yeah, Woo? Yeah, Jimmy Woo. And Wong. And yeah. I'm not gonna lie, Wong was, like Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme and Jimmy was an agent. But like both of them don't have any prominent roles or any prominent, you know, leadership. And this is my issue with the Doctor Strange, like whole magical mystic thing, yeah, which I've talked about is kind of the exclusion of Asians in that space. Because so much of the mystical arts and the concepts That Doctor Strange is adopted from South Asian centric religions like Buddhism and Hinduism. There's not a single, and you're telling me it's set in Nepal and there's not a single South Asian sorcerer. Right. Like that's why it's very weird that they are excluding Asians, especially in a space like Doctor Strange where they should be including. Like they literally whitewashed the ancient one to subvert racial stereotypes, which still isn't a good reason to. Whitewash the character yeah. and have a white woman play it instead of you know I think it was like a Tibetan man I don't know if you yeah. that right yeah but because yeah, it,
1: they didn't they weren't sure like oh they didn't want China to be like oh we don't recognize Tibet so we can't have Tibet yeah be a thing guess what they could have done maybe the ancient one South Asian
0: exactly like it it's very it's very weird that you know the two Asian superheroes the two Central Asian like Asian superheroes in the center are half extraterrestrial yeah it's
1: just this yeah it's it's the othering of a fictional character now in a world that's already othered right exactly
0: it's super weird where you should be having a lot of prominent Asian characters there's none and that's why I think it also pisses me more off about Dr. Strange Multiverse and the Madness yeah because when Wanda walks into Wanda she runs her hand over the wall there's sanskrit on the wall oh. like it very much is derived from south asian culture
1: where, where is she sorry in which part
0: it was when she first got to wandacore and she was running oh her yeah, yeah and they were like showing the walls the words are inscribed in Pretty, I have to go back and rewatch mm. the movie, but I'm pretty sure the words are inscribed in Sanskrit, mm. which, okay, oh, cool, so don't get me started on like Wanda and the whitewashing, because like that yeah. is That's a, a whole another thing. thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's weird. the Other, like you said, the othering of South Asians and then not having or not South Asians, just Asian Asians in general,
1: all these heroes, it, it's not enough that they be a hero from here, they have to be yeah. a hero from there, wherever they're kind there of
0: is. giving like. Asians are exotic or
1: something it's kind of giving me that earth is America yeah and other planets and dimensions are other countries
2: Mm -hmm.
1: in a weird way um Darth Chaco says even Danny Rand had to travel to Kunlun to hang out with Asians because yeah uh and even then he's the the one of this like Asian uh, 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 a kind of temple city place, right. um, which okay, whatever. But um, uh, Colin L says I would watch a Wong movie or TV show. Um, and yeah, too. I mean Wong. Wong is so much better in Phase Four because they've made him yeah. just a well better rounded character. Uh, right. Colin L says pretending to be good looking is what makes or breaks your acting jobs. That was a reply to earlier when I said that I feel like some Bollywood actors are pretending to be good looking. Yeah. (laughs) And they're, they're not, uh, some of them aren't, uh, they're just pretending. Um, but, um, so, so we deal with that and then we deal with, uh, Oh, uh, question. Did you watch book of Boba Fett? I know Darth Chaco out there has watched. I
0: did. I did watch it.
1: Okay. So in episode three of book of Boba Fett, they have a land speeder chase that is yeah. the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, it's just a really bad oh, scene. Oh, yeah, I,
0: I remember it. And
1: it's slow, and it's like Robert Rodriguez should know better because he's like a good enough director. Like, why did they just not spend much time on this? It was like shoddily mm-hmm. cut together. But this this scene in this episode, these cars are uh, and 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 the, and the and the the bikes and the and the tuk tuks and whatnot. Like they should be slower than a land speeder in star wars but they went faster and it was more compelling i just thought it was funny
0: no no you're right i actually really like that they had all of like they had like kareem, no, kareem. It is kareem yes,
1: yeah kareem. kareem
0: and kareem and they're all k's kamran yeah I, I was getting
1: <laughs> kareem and kamran mixed up
0: yeah um but yeah
1: yeah yeah uh, yeah no
0: kareem was riding a rickshaw and I like like that little detail yeah. or there was that auto going by. And I was like, this is, or, you know, like even the truck was like decorated in Pakistani, uh, truck art, which mm. is apparently really popular. So, but I, I enjoyed the vehicle chasing. I actually saw this recent TikTok from a mutual of mine talking about how Kamala driving or being in a vehicle. It's like a centric part of each episode. Uh-huh. Um, um, so I thought that was really interesting, too. And like, dare someone... I dig
1: into that metaphor a little bit?
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, go ahead.
1: I think it's being, uh, you know, uh, the driver of your own destiny. Yes. Right. That's what the metaphor is for driving. Right. Kamala driving yeah. a car is Kamala choosing her own path.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. I don't think you
1: need a Ph.D. in English literature. No, to no, no. That you up, don't, you but, don't. You know. But,
0: yeah. I think That's it would just, impress
1: I... like high school teachers if you like yeah. pulled that out. Yeah, uh, sorry, no, no
0: that's so true. No, <laughs> no, no, um, I, I agree with you. I think it's like a driver for our own destiny. Yeah. I, I'm trying to like connect it back to like how that connects to the whole like why they specifically chose driving to showcase that and how mm. that kind of connects to the sort of collectivism discussion mm. that we had earlier. I'm trying to like, I think my brain is just fizzled out. But um,
1: I mean, maybe this is TikTok, uh, uh, TikTok material then. Like you, you know, we'll think about it and then we'll go to sleep and then like yeah, we'll, we'll exactly. figure it out. But um, no, this is,
0: really great. this is a really great. This is really great point. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I enjoyed that. I do think that the action scene did drag a little. And that, which one? for me. Um, the one with the whole car chase and everything. Yeah. Like I like the last, the ending of the episode did drag, and I unfortunately found myself getting a little bored of it. Mm. Um with like the hand-to-hand combat but I think it was just like the driving thing dragged really long and then by the time we got to the hand-to-hand combat I was like half paying attention
2: yeah
0: so that was the unfortunate part of that fight scene I think they could have like cut out a somewhat amount and at least given us some of the backstory or save that time for more like character growth or work
1: um Darth Chaco brings up a point that I'm, try, I'm trying to uh, parse what it means. Uh, the MCU is so American centric. It's common that Americans believe that women are not allowed to drive. I think is Darth Chaco saying that they uh, Americans believe that that Muslims think that Americans think or that that women aren't allowed to drive because that's like a specifically Saudi thing, though. It does get I brought up when specifically people talk
0: about it. that like Muslim women can't drive because from what you like again
1: what we Just hear about East. with like Saudi Arabia. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, um, so it might be a tie-in with that. Um, Maybe. Uh, but it's also a coming of age story, right? And I feel like we, we can see white characters learning to drive in their respective movies or TV shows. I feel like a car is a specific thing to coming of age. Even right. without tying in oh, like yeah. another layer of like, oh, she's a Muslim woman, uh, I think like a car is something that almost is individualist in a way. Like driving a car, mm-hmm. right? You can't drive it with somebody. You could drive your family to the grocery store, yeah, but I feel like yes. it's a it's a specifically personal journey. Oh
0: yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. Yes.
1: Yeah. Do you know? Do you uh, know how to drive? Because I know that there are yeah, people I do. in different <laughs> cities, but no, yeah, you're in you're in California. That's right. Some of our like East Coast people, I always wonder like, do they know how to drive? Because like people in Jersey, people in New York, they don't have to drive, right?
0: True. Yeah.
1: But no. you, uh, you're okay. You're you're in NorCal. Wait, but NorCal is a good public transit system. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> no. No, really. you guys don't. Not better not than Orange is, County in LA, right?
0: popularly used that's fair i feel like not, i don't know anyone that like really uses public transport unless they don't have a car yeah but the first preference is always to have a
1: car um yeah i'm i'm over here in orange county and like we all have to have cars
2: in la right.
1: same thing it's like yeah. even if it takes you two hours to get down the street you gotta do it um yeah. but uh uh what was i saying you were saying that it was dragging on a little too long right Mm -hmm. um and i get that um and then again najma jumps off a thing and like waleed i guess he's just like i'm gonna use my two daggers to get that one guy i get stabbed in the back and thrown off a balcony okay and then Mm -hmm. he does and that i thought was weird and kind of clunky yeah i
0: thought like Walid's character was kind of done dirty at the end but
1: yeah.
0: i also don't know if it was because like ferran didn't want to you know come for more than like one episode like he kind yeah. of just wanted to keep it to a cameo and not more so yeah. there could be like just like behind the scenes stuff it was just like i'm just good with the cameo yeah. i'm good like that keeps the fans happy so i feel like it could have been that but that's what I was, like, that fight scene just got clunky for me. And also, and, like, just, like, because the first part with a car chase scene dragged a little too long. Yeah. I didn't really pay attention to the whole hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. Like, I was half watching it. And, yeah, you're right. It did feel slightly clunky. It was
1: slightly clunky. I was fine with the car chase part. But once they got mm-hmm. to the fight part, it just, it did seem clunky. And then Colin L Um brings up, did he even use his sword? Like, did, did, did Waleed have a sword? I don't know. He, he I, had a lot of swords. I know, he had, like, daggers. Yeah. Um, But, like, yeah, he was just kind of there to die, which is okay, I guess. It's not his story, but uh, he seemed like he had all the answers.
2: It's like exactly. one of
1: those characters that it's like, why don't I ask him all the questions I've ever wanted? But you only have, like, limited time with them, and then he dies, and you're like, I should have yeah. asked him about Aisha. Like, what's going on there?
0: Exactly. I do think it was... I don't know in a way if it's kind of good that he died, because I was kind of concerned with, like, the Red dagger storyline when I heard there were multiple Red Daggers with yeah. Walid and Kareem. So, in a way, I was, like, kind of confused on why they would choose that route. Yeah. But... So in a way, I'm, like, kind of happy he died because at least, like, now, like, Red Dagger does get to be his own solo character Yeah. than just being, like, that group of characters. So it's a little bit more closer to the comic counterpart Yeah. in that sense. So that's, like, the only plus side I can see (laughs) is the fact that we don't have to, like, deal with the group of Red Daggers. But it'll be really interesting to learn the backstory for sure.
1: That being said, we do see, like, Kareem's friends that Mm -hmm. I assume are not red daggers. They're just like people and like they get to hang out and they get to eat, uh just like hang out and eat and whatever. Um, which I thought was like kind of a nice moment. And it also makes me this is something I only realized in my recent, not my recent trip to Sri Lanka, but like the one right before it. It was like a mm, 2019. Um, is that like when I was younger and I went to Sri Lanka with my family. I didn't get to meet anyone my own age and like i just uh, but then like 2019 i did in like 2022 i did um and so like cool um it just seemed cool that kamala had that you know
0: no i, I understand because I've been to India twice. Mm. I mean, the only reason I met people my age is because my cousins are the same age as me. Oh. And like maybe a couple of family friends, but I've never like made friends in India on my own that are like my own age. Right. So that was like touching to see that like Kamala had found friends outside of her direct family to hang out with because I don't think that's something that like a lot of people, yeah. So I thought that was also like a really nice, touching scene. And I don't know, it I feel like it was. One of those scenes where they kind of, where they incorporated just to like show like, you know, she's a teenager at the end of the day, like she's yeah. caught up in the superhero stuff, but she, she also just like wants to rewind and relax and just grab dinner with friends on the beach. So I thought that was like a nice inclusion to kind of like remind us of like, this is what at heart the story is about.
1: Yeah. Uh That being said, I feel like in real life, Muniba would be like, who are you going to hang out with? can't just hang out with anyone when you're in another country right? she did
0: assume she was with her cousins though she so. did when
1: she came back right yeah yeah yeah
0: so I guess like that was kind of their plot hole for that and it was like okay so you're with your cousins cool like I don't need to ask any more questions unless now she questions the cousins and then there's inconsistencies but yeah. I don't think we're gonna go down that route so yeah I, w- I was like whatever
1: yeah um well as long as Kamala is safe because yes. i understand not telling your parents everything but also you have to be safe uh, Yes, but luckily i guess you know uh, uh kareem was cool enough uh and then we end kind of where we were talking about it in the beginning um aisha stabs the spear into the thing which for some reason either one of two things sends kamala back in time to the, the uh partition train station or gives her a vision where she's essentially living in this vision of the partition train station. Yeah. Now, Colin out there, Darth Chaco, I don't know what you guys think. I want to know, though, do you think she was sent back in time or she's living in this kind of vision of the past? Because we didn't get to see her, we didn't get to see her, like, affect anything. Nobody bumped Mm -hmm. into her, right? Like, like i don't know is she affecting the past does she travel to the past i don't know i
0: don't think so like because no one infected her that's why i'm kind of on the route that it's more of a vision and that she's gonna see like what exactly happens rather than her affecting the past and you know even if it might be like her affecting the past i would prefer if they don't go down that route because like i said at the beginning i think it'll just complicate things yeah um one thing though is i do kind of want to like Touch on is the importance of discussing the partition because, yeah, like that's an event that's like impacted a lot of South Asians, specifically Indians and Pakistanis. And I think this is the first time in like any Western media that the partition is being discussed. And it's yeah. not something people learn about in their history classes, um which Nakia brought a point up about is that the history is always told through the perspective of the oppressor, not the oppressed. And yeah. the partition is something that happens because the British us, which I think is like a whole other conversation we can have about what this show is doing in terms of talking about the impact of colonialism in India and Pakistan.
2: Yeah. But I
0: just think like, it's really important that we are seeing the partition and its impact because it's something that's impacted a lot of people. It's something that I think why I also really enjoy the comics is because when you read, when I read the partition story in um, the comics in Aisha's journey it actually resembles my own great grandmother's journey um, due to the effects of the partition from what is now Bangladesh to India. Mm. It's a very similar thing. So that's also why I love Kamala as a character, because it's not just Kamala, it's about her entire family. So,
1: right. Because yeah. her story is their story. Their story yes. is her story. Um, and again, that's kind of this collectivist um, um superhero kind of identity that we're seeing as of lately yeah. um darth chaco says that uh uh he literally hadn't heard about the partition until the show and that he's uh, uh i believe he said earlier he was looking into it and like learning new things about it um and that makes him really sad that like he had never heard about the partition and in my personal experience like i knew in history classes what happened with India and Pakistan and Bangladesh and then like me and my family we're from Sri Lanka so we were kind of on the outside of it and it didn't affect us as far as that's mm-hmm. concerned because Sri Lanka was kind of its own it's weird the British came in and created hierarchies everywhere and Sri yeah. Lanka was relatively like untouched from the partition right. especially because being on an island it's not like a train's going to take you anywhere you know yeah um so I didn't learn about the partition from my own family because that did, wasn't our history. We had our own like right. Civil war right. and everything, right? And so like you know, not that like yeah, Sri Lanka didn't get off Scott free, but no. um I didn't know about this. So technically, I didn't know about the partition until very recently. Um that is not something and it's very interesting because I I look at it and I'm going to have to look more into it, but uh we, we we brush over the trail of tears here in america you know the trail of tears yes where you know they moved all the all the yes. native americans westward and they just kept yes. moving them and then they died along that yes. um and you know uh that's american history uh british history is a lot similar in the sense they yes. just go to other countries and force people to do that too uh yes. this is a lot like that it's just forcing a forced migration of people, yeah. and if they die, they die, and that's yeah. fucking horrible um so yeah, dark chocolate I mean i'm uh, I'm technically with you like i I hadn't heard about the partition, especially that specific word um had I, I would have looked into it um
0: and earlier, yeah, you know? yeah i I agree, like I remember the first time I was watching this Marvel episode two with a friend, and they mentioned the partition, like she brought it up and she was like oh yeah, the partition, you know, it impacted my family. It was kind of in a dark way. So I paused the show or I paused the episode and we like had a 20 minute conversation just about the partition and the impact or the way that it played into our family story. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's a superhero show, but for specifically people who have been through the partition and the partition is something that's like, Contributed to the current political climate between India and Pakistan. It's something that's like traumatized a lot of families for generations. It's contributed to a lot of like, uh, yeah. There's just even I don't know the full story of it. I feel like I recently learned what actually happened during the partition. I don't know like what happened. So I, I just like I'm sorry. I don't want to sidetrack from there, but I also just wanted to bring up like the importance of discussing the partition because it is a very like huge historical historical event that is just not talked about. I believe it's one of the biggest like mass migrations in history. That's why.
1: This is why I think media is so important because the comparable historical thing not not in a it's not a one for one comparison whatever, but a comparison in the sense that like another historical event that nobody ever talked about until two shows brought it up um is is the Tulsa, Oklahoma uh riots. Mm-hmm. And I was not taught about it in school. And Colin L says they don't even teach our own correct history here. You're right. Yeah. Like they don't. They brush over so many things. And the Tulsa, Oklahoma stuff yeah. was a big part of the Watchmen TV series. Did you ever watch mm-hmm. Watchmen? I don't think so. Oh, it is so good. And it, it talk about that show and Miss Marvel is predicated on the fact that like our heroes are born from history like Mm -hmm. we are our history that leads us up to this point right Right. whether it's our own choices in the past or our family's choices those choices accumulate over time and Mm -hmm. we are our history and so um watchmen goes into it and then lovecraft country goes into tulsa like they literally time travel back to tulsa and so like I, i i it's Media is so important to teach us these things that it seems like our education system is leaving out. Exactly. Which is. So,
0: yeah, which is <laughs> not a great thing, but, no. but I'm I- glad that these stories are being told and it's also being told by the correct people because. feel like if anyone else was telling the story and it wasn't a Pakistani or an Indian well yeah I'm gonna say specifically Pakistani and Indian not generically south like not generally south asian because specifically impacted those two countries Mm. I think it's also like a really great part that it's coming from them and not from any other um not to discredit anyone, but like that, most people, most Indians and Pakistanis only know about it. So it's, I'm glad that the story is being told through their perspective.
1: Yeah, That's all. I mean, we don't need the British colonial no, we perspective.
2: Don't. You no. know,
1: uh, definitely no. not. Um, no. yeah, Darth is saying that media representation is so uh, youth is so goddamn important, and yeah, um, especially a show like Ms. Marvel showing, uh. Muslims in a in a positive light, showing South Asians in a positive light, showing that, like, aren't we all capable of love? Aren't we all capable of having families and being a part of the community and being good and maybe some bad? But
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the past 20 years, a lot of the media is bad. Yeah. Because it's a very kind of. one stereotypical thing. Um, yes. You know? Um, and so... The 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 media representation is important. Miss Marvel is important with this. Um, Where do we see episodes five and six going? What do we What are we thinking? Because I I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. I want to hear. I want to hear your.
0: Okay, so I definitely think that episode five will be probably the most painful and emotionally um, emotional episodes, which. I'm not surprised because I think I said this earlier, but a lot of the Marvel six episode shows, it's always episode five that comes at us with yeah. Moon Knight with Loki with like WandaVision second to last episode, episode mm-hmm. um eight. So that that pattern. Yeah. So yeah, I think definitely episode five will cover the partition. Uh I uh, yeah, I feel like the partition scene might be like the first 10 minutes mm. max, max. Because you're saying it's I'm a vision. Having. I like if I were to go the route, it's a vision. I'd say it's like, like 10 it, minutes. From to what you're judging. Vision. Yeah. Yeah. And then um,
1: Darth Chaco also agrees that it's a vision. And then Colin L says it may be a predestined time travel where it already happened. That's uh, what I was thinking originally.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: Where it's that oh, causal loop. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban does it. That's yeah, how yeah. I like my time yeah. travel. Any time travel has already happened. That's the way I it. Right. See right.
0: Um, I think that's really good. We see in two different ways because then we'll have two different predictions for how yeah. the show will continue. So I believe it'll be a vision and then like, I'm pretty sure she's like captured by the clandestine at this point mm-hmm. and they might try to like take the bracelet off of her, try it out for themselves. Kind yeah. of going back to your prediction of them trying it on. Where they all get powers. Um, yeah, yeah. Like are them trying to unlock their own.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, And trying to open up the newer dimension. I think we might be seeing that. I'm just really interested on how she's gonna be able to combat all that because she's still a relatively new superhero going against a large threat like this. Mm. So I'm really interested in seeing how they're gonna wrap that story. Unless somehow in the next two episodes the second bangle is found, maybe because the first is ruptured. I think Aisha might also help her. I feel like Mm. she might get a vision from Aisha about something. There's a couple different possibilities, so that's how she's able to take down the clandestine. I think Kamran might put on and unlock his own superpowers. And so I could see the two of them together, plus Red Dagger doing something. Because yeah. um, the clandestine
1: think, left Kamran behind.
0: Yes, but yeah. I feel like Kamran might just magically find his way to Pakistan, and I wouldn't be mm. surprised or something. Or I, you know, I think they're
1: going to take it back to Jersey by episode six.
0: Is the newer I mentioned in Pakistan
1: I don't think we know one way or another. Oh, well, the map he moved. Yeah, maybe maybe it doesn't end with the Nord Dimension because I feel like it's going to end in Jersey City again. Yes. So maybe we're going to deal with the Nord Dimension here and then we're going to go back to Jersey because yeah. they're going to wreak havoc or something
0: yeah and like that's where the finale i think the finale will take place in jersey city but episode five will be majority set in karachi i think it's just really interesting to see like what that transition is going to be because it's literally like cross-country like you have to you have to get on a plane like you can't just
1: it's going to be a portal it has to be a portal right like i think yes i feel like between episodes five and six she's gonna portal back to jersey for some
0: maybe thing. like travel through the nor dimension to portal? Yeah. yeah, huh, I can maybe. see that, I think that would make sense, I yeah. think, because like other than that, I don't understand like just logically, and I know like you have to suspend disbelief in yeah. any type of fictional media, but this is like can you imagine that 8, flight, though
1: yeah, like what's a flight from Pakistan to New Jersey, like sixteen hours? No, fourteen hours, maybe
0: wait i'm trying to california to india is like 20 hours yeah but like Like probably like 14 to 16 hours or something which is long though like that's more than half a day so yeah yeah i think she might portal through the Nord dimension i definitely think the Nord dimension will get opened up and we'll see it Mm -hmm. um and so she'll try to portal through there and then bruno and nakia i think her resolving with bruno and nakia is going to be Kind of the finale of season six or season six episode six, I do believe Miss Marvel has been said that she might be getting a second season, but she's also coming in the Marvels. So it'll be really interesting yeah. to see where they pick up her story from the Marvels.
1: Problem with the Marvels, I mean, the Marvels is going to be great. I'm very much looking forward to it because it's going to be Captain Marvel. It's going to be Monica Rambeau. It's going to be it's going to be Kamala. It's not going to focus on on her. And her like Pakistani heritage. It's not gonna focus on New Jersey, right? Like I feel like the Marvels wouldn't do that unless the whole movie takes place in Jersey and it's just them doing Jersey stuff. But like I feel like we're gonna lose a little bit of this Miss Marvel Kamala centric story when we go to yes. the Marvels, right? Yes. Um, which which so like Nakia story isn't going to continue into the Marvels. Right? Maybe
0: not. I think that's why they might do a season two. Which they need would a make... season
1: two.
0: I think, yeah. like, this, I know, like, a lot of we say a lot of shows need a season two, but Miss Marvel is such from the way it's looking right now, Miss Marvel is like probably one of the more grounded stories that actually I don't think Miss Marvel would have worked as a movie, mm-hmm. which, like, a lot of the shows could have, but well, except for WandaVision and, like, Miss Marvel, I don't think Miss Marvel could have worked as a movie, which is why I think. Out of all the shows, she's the one who deserves the second season because it is more of like a grounded family type of story it seems yeah. like they're trying to tell um and like she could you know help other Avengers and show up in that sense like she is in the Marvels. but yeah. I think her story is something that should stick to
1: television i I'm, I'm I'm with you i i want I want like if any character deserves an ongoing t v series, it's miss Marvel, mhm, you know. Cause yeah. I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't, if I, cause I'm loving this so far. I don't know what I'm going to do is if like episode six ends and like, I got to wait five years for another like season. No, like I want a season every year of this show.
0: Yes. You know, I agree. And I think what like makes this, what makes it as a show so wonderful is that the stakes are low,
1: yeah.
0: low key for me. I think it was a good show I just don't think the stakes worked as a show like if we're going to introduce something as big as the TVA like that's something that I think should have been shown on the big screen or Moon Knight I like Moon Knight actually I really adore Moon Knight but like the whole concept of gods to boil that down to a television show and not show that on the big screen like I just think those stakes are way too high but like Ms. Marvel is a smaller scale movie like a story and I know it's just I know they're introducing the dimension, which is why I would be disappointed they want the time travel route because it just, like... It's too much. It's too much. I didn't want the time
1: travel route. Even though I said I thought that's what they are going with, I don't want it because I do feel like we don't need it.
0: Exactly. And so, like, that's why I just hope that they keep it nice and simple and keep it as a TV show because I think... I know a lot of people say, like, a lot of the Marvel shows she feel like six hour, six hour movie cut up into episodes. Do you feel that way about Miss Marvel?
2: No,
1: this, this is using like the episodic nature, you know, uh, of, of TV and storytelling, because each episode is kind of its own story. And then it links up to the next one. And and there is an overarching thing, but like, if this was a movie, it wouldn't, she wouldn't have gone to uh, Pakistan
0: exactly she wouldn't have gone to pakistan which no. is why i like that it's that's why it feels episodic is because right. like you said each thing is its own like the first episode was more about kamala's relationship with her family and you know the her pakistani background the second episode was more about her must her relationship to her faith yeah and her friends the third episode is like kind of combining those two and also like Shaping her up to be a superhero. And now it's like she's going kind of back to home base in episode four. So it does follow that episodic nature yeah. of a different story, but an right. overarching one at the same time.
1: Yeah. I definitely think that this feel is not a movie split into six parts, which mm-hmm. is good because I want yeah. that out of out of this. I want to feel like I wasn't it wasn't still like we didn't get a movie stolen from us. Mm-hmm. You know, and but, she will be right. in the marvels so like I am very much looking forward to that um here's a question for you as we wrap this up what are the cameos there's going to be a cameo at some point what are the cameos we're getting in let's just say episode six could be midway it could be at the end of the episode it could be a post-credit scene what are the cameos we're getting
2: Monica
0: Rambeau or Carol Danvers is the biggest choice I'm gonna go for
1: I'm saying both of those maybe a post-credit scene because that's yes, leading us to the marvels
0: are, yeah yeah I'm hoping it's I'm kind of thinking more of Monica Rambo like working for sword and then finds her way to Kamala mm. or something in yeah. that way um Carol Danvers would be great I'm down for Carol Danvers too it'd just be weird if you have both of them all of a sudden out of nowhere I feel like Monica is a Easier to explain why she came to Kamala because it's like, hey, I worked for Sword. Like, yeah. we noticed your superhero is everything good or something. Yeah, and then you pick up the Marvels or something from there.
1: I I don't I I feel like narratively, like with the story, it would make the most sense to have Captain Marvel appear at the tail end, not to fight, but I think oh, it's yeah. like, like imagine this, she pops down. Kamala turns around and sees her for real, and we pull like a Spider-Man thing where it's like, "Holy!" And then it yes. cuts. like yes. yeah. like it's it, it's that like um I feel like because in the first episode they built up Captain Marvel so much, I feel like we wouldn't have a payoff unless we literally see Captain Marvel, yes, at the tail end of the series.
0: Yes, I agree. So I think it'll be like those are the only two cameos that I can see. I mean,
1: not the None inhumans. Of the
0: other avenger. Oh, I mean, yes, the do inhumans. You, actually. Do you think
1: you think the inhumans could pop up?
0: I don't know. Because technically the group of clandestines they are dealing with are expelled. So once the clandestines get caught, the actual group of inhumans that are in charge could show up and be yeah. like thanks for getting them. We've been trying to attract them, like something like that. Yeah. Um, I could see like Medusa coming in because I don't think we'll get Black Bolt. I, I just yeah. feel like Medusa is like the most probable one to show up if she does.
1: That'd be cool. Also, a lot of this show and the Marvel women in general, whether it's Monica or Carol, it's dealing a lot with matriarchy. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not going to say girl power because I, I don't, it doesn't, it's beyond that point, but like, yes, it's dealing with, with, with female empowerment, it's dealing yeah. with matriarchy, um, in a patriarchal world, I guess, because we're right. dealing with the Muniba and her grandma and like this lineage that is not from the father's side, it's from no. the mother's side, right? Um, uh, then, uh, you know, we're kind of dealing with that, I think that like Medusa could work for mm-hmm. kind of pushing that theme yeah. Um, because let's be honest, if if Kamala learns that she's an inhuman, I feel like she's gonna bond with Medusa. She wouldn't bond oh. with Black Bolt.
0: No, 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 you know? definitely not Black Bolt. I think Medusa would make the most
1: yeah. sense. Uh, Aman Vilani is fighting for Lockjaw. Did you hear about I that? I know, yeah, yeah. She, she wants like... Lockjaw to show up and like, that'd be cool.
0: I loved Lockjaw. I like, I remember reading that comic run. This is so random, but I don't know why for some reason I thought Wolverine because I was thinking of like that one comic between the two of them and it was so, I I like that comic. So, um, I have a question for you though. I know we're not at the end of the series yet, but which Avenger outside of Carol Danvers, um, would you like to see Kamala interact with?
1: Uh, Wong does if does Wong count? Because, yeah. I I want Wong to create I have two ideas of what I want Wong to create. I want Wong to create an agents of atlas which mm-hmm. would be an asian team. Yeah. That'd be cool. But I can also see Wong creating a Midnight Suns which mm-hmm. is the supernatural
0: team. Yeah.
1: But that wouldn't include Kamala. But but like I feel like Marvel's planning Wong on creating a team of some sort. Yeah. So like Wong is already, like, crossed over with, with Shang-Chi. I want, oh, I would love Shang-Chi and Kamala to meet. Yeah. Because, like, the actors him. seem to have, like, like, a friendship, and it's super cute. Yes. I, I would probably
0: say, like, after Carol Danvers, my biggest one, but my biggest one would be Shang-Chi. Yeah. But also, I kind of just want her to also meet Peter Parker a little bit. Even th- Okay. Oh, my God. Wait. Also, I really wonder if she got impacted by the whole, everyone forgets who Peter Parker is. And I also really want to know what Kamala just as a superhero fan thinks of the whole Peter Parker Mysterio thing. I feel like,
1: Oh, well, we don't know unless like it's already happened. She's gotten like mind wiped. Right.
0: Yeah. We don't know, but I don't know. Yeah. I like, cause when you think of like Kamala as a superhero fan girl, all of a sudden now, I just want to hear her opinions on like, everything that's went down yeah. in the MCU so far. Yeah.
1: Well, because we saw that Ant-Man mural in, in, in the train station. I thought that was cool, right? It's these, like, yeah, exactly. things. We live yeah. in a world of, of superheroes. Yeah. Um, I also would like to see America Chavez because I yes. think that these two would be friends, you know? Yeah. You know? Uh, Colin did point out, and I think Colin's just digging around or whatever, but, like, Black Bolt's actor film, like, maybe he's saying he did film it or could have filmed a scene for this show and Multiverse of Madness at the same time. Maybe. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. You know? I mean, I could write, I mean, just like, I can literally, like, see the scene written in my head where it's this big epic buildup, Lockjaw and Black Bolt appear at the same time. And Kamala's, yeah. like, in awe and Black Bolt thinks it's for him. And she's like, it's a doggy," like, you know? and, like, yes. pull a bait and switch kind of thing uh, oh, yeah. for comedic purpose. I think that'd be super funny. Um, there's a lot of a lot of good uh, characters, but I, I feel like one of those that we just mentioned will show up. Yes, you know for sure. Like, uh, I don't think Peter Parker will.
0: Sorry, my earphone came off. I'm oh, it's all right. It back in. I did not hear your question. It's all right. What, 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 what did you say? I said, I don't
1: think Peter Parker will show up.
0: No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. It, it would just be... Really random and out of right. the blue, but I do want to see them interact at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Though I think Peter's too young right now. Like, I, I, he's only like two years older than Kamala. And I, I think it's weird that Peter Parker is two years older than Kamala. You know,
0: he's two years. No, I thought he was a year because Peter Parker's a senior and Kamala's a junior, right?
1: But I would assume that Peter Parker is graduating already. Oh,
0: I guess it depends on where Miss Marvel like falls into the Marvel timeline then.
1: Yeah. But the point being is like, it's weird though. Why is Miss Marvel a year or even two years, excuse me, two years younger than Peter Parker? That's the same age then. They're gonna join the Avengers at the same time. What's the point, what's the purpose of doing a Young Avengers or Champions if Peter is only like a year older than her?
0: I don't, but Peter Parker is not part of Young Avengers, right? So no. I don't know if they're gonna- No, Miles Morales
1: so, is part of Champions. Yes. Um, and, well, technically, Kamala is not part of Young Avengers, either.
0: Yeah, she's part of, I haven't read any of the Champions comics, yeah. which there has been a lot of discussion about it. Are they going to put Kamala in Young Avengers? Yeah. Or are they going to let her lead her own team, the Champions? Which right. I, again, I haven't read this. I would love, I would
1: love both, both of them, too.
0: I would love both of them, too. I mean, yeah. just like, I would love to see Kamala do her own thing yeah. and not get. I'm
1: going to be interested. honest. I like the Champions better than Young Avengers, even though I do okay. like the Young Avengers.
0: Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um. Oh, there was like this one thing that came. I don't know if you saw it on TikTok, but something about Haley Steinfeld's makeup artist being credited in like one of the credits from one of the earlier episodes of *Miss Marvel*. People were like, "Oh, Kate Bishop's gonna cameo now." Oh. I don't know. I saw that. I was really confused. I was like, I think you guys would be reaching, but yeah. also. Yeah, I don't know. I thought, so, if we're talking cameos, like, there was that going on as well.
1: Yeah, but I, I wouldn't be excited. I would. I mean, I love Baylor Steinfeld and Kate Bishop, but I wouldn't be excited if suddenly at the end of this episode six, like, an arrow goes, which, and then she's like, who did that? And she's like, hey, how's it going? I mean, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm not, that's not really where yeah. I want to see this. No,
0: same, place. same. It has to build yeah. up
1: to the Marvels.
0: Yes, it does. Like I feel like that's like the perfect chemist the build up yeah. to the Marvel.
1: So yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't have anything else.
1: Yeah. Uh Colin says the black bolt comment was just him joking around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't think they'll do Spider-Man stuff because of Sony. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Spider-Man, they're pretty tight lipped on uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff. So um uh Red, I wanna I wanna thank you so much for for coming on another episode of uh, the Miss Marvel after show and talk with uh, talking with me about all this stuff uh obviously thank you to everybody out there for watching and or listening if you're watching us you're watching us either live or after the fact at uh volume.com slash the key show twitch.tv slash the keeg show or youtube.com slash the key show shout out to Colin on YouTube shout out Darth Chaco on volume um if you want to see if you're watching this in the you know I guess after the fact it's probably twitch.tv slash the key show slash videos I think that's where we keep a little library of past keyed shows and past after shows and whatnot. But if you're listening to us, you're listening to us wherever your podcast from. We're talking Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, that sort of thing. We're all over the place, podcasts or live streams. Uh, We got it all. Um, Colin says, enjoyed the cultural perspective. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're trying to trying to bring in also just being fans i think is like super important being able to dig in it dig into it in like multiple different ways um but rid where can we find you online what do you have coming up uh anything you want to plug sure
0: um so you can find me on tiktok instagram twitter i'm just at marvel with Ridd. uh i post a lot of like movies content um i talk a lot about eternals and also miss marvel i'm also like talking a lot about south asian representation um in media so if you're interested in any of that you can follow me in any of my socials um i also do have a podcast which it's currently on hibernation but we're working to bring that back so if you're interested you can also check out my podcast eternally obsessed yeah. Thank you for having me again. I really enjoyed talking this Marvel with you from mm. all the different aspects and yeah. Thank you for the opportunity.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, I'll also have you, you know, next week, uh, when we have, uh, 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 Maria come on, uh, yeah. it'll be the three of us and we'll be doing this at the same time, uh, next week. So for anyone out there who wants to, uh, to hop in next time and watch, we'll be doing this again next week. Um, there's only two episodes left of Miss Marvel. So definitely stay tuned, whether you listen to this as a podcast or watch the live stream, either way, we appreciate you follow us on social media at the Keeg show, wherever you get your social media, uh, TikTok and Instagram are two big ones for the Keeg, um, at the Keeg show there. Uh, but we also on Facebook at slash, you know, facebook.com slash the Keeg show or Twitter at the Keeg show. We're also there. Uh, we are all over the place. So pretty much if you can think it, where they're at The Key Show or slash The Key Show, uh, no matter uh, uh, where you're at. And then, you know, like, comment, subscribe, follow, click, do your thing. Let us know what you're thinking, ask questions, that sort of thing on social media. Um, But other than that, uh, thank you, RID, so much for coming on. I look forward to seeing you next time. And uh, once again, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, and this has been episode four of the Miss Marvel After Show. Take care, everybody. Bye. Strong